Welcome to AEC Leadership Today, the podcast designed exclusively for engineering, architecture, and construction industry leaders who want to stay relevant and effective. The show takes on the most pressing issues facing the AEC industry and was created to help you and your firm grow and prosper in the 21st century. The host of AEC Leadership Today is Pete Atherton, a professional engineer and former AEC principal and owner turned AEC coach and consultant. And now, take a break from your never-ending to-do list and welcome Peter Atherton. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the 15th episode of the first ever AEC Industry Podstorm. And now entering the home stretch of 21 straight days of podcast episodes designed to position you and your team for greater success in 2021 and beyond. Today, I want to drill a little deeper into two topics related to our last two episodes. In Podstorm episode 13, we talked about the need for better processes and systems. Well, an ultimate expression of that can be productization, which is our first topic of the day. In Podstorm episode 14, we talked about the need for more scalable growth, which ultimately requires us to have a more flexible business model, which is our second topic for today. Being able to productize and be flexible in terms of how we do business will allow us to better optimize our operations, provide greater value to clients, differentiate ourselves in the marketplace, and scale more of our growth. Okay, so let's talk about productization. Having a product may not be on the radar for many of us, given our primary role as service providers, but that is precisely our opportunity. On a basic level and for what we do, let's think of a product as a tool. This tool can be process or system-based. It could be an automated or semi-automated advancement of a standard operating procedure or a specific way to collect, analyze, or calculate data. For example, you could develop a standard data collection form for your building or infrastructure inspections or for your water usage or energy audits, and then tie those forms into an established database or data management system with standard and or customizable reporting. This can be a product and something that can be used internally across all project teams and offices and could even be used externally with clients to help collect needed data. The more useful the tool in terms of speeding up data collection, minimizing mistakes and omissions, and facilitating data analysis, the more valuable it is. Even more valuable is a tool that's innovative, helps solve challenging problems, or makes labor-intensive, error-laden, or risky tasks less so. The derived value can be internal in the form of greater operational efficiency and effectiveness, as well as increased productivity. But as I noted, value can also be extended externally to clients in the form of a fully defined and usable process or system that builds greater comfort and confidence, as well as an opportunity for a client and their team to more actively participate in a project and the data collection process, and allowing all parties to operate in terms of their highest and best use. In addition to being a marketplace differentiator to clients and prospects, a product could also be extended out into the marketplace at large. Some firms have done this in the form of management or assessment programs. And certainly once developed, unit production and support costs are likely to be a fraction of its marketplace value, thus adding to our ability to scale. Although there may be advantages and disadvantages to weigh on whether and how to take a product to the marketplace at large, 
there are really only advantages to productizing as many of our key processes and systems as possible for internal use and for use with our clients and prospects. But before we move into the second part of this episode, I want to make mention to a podcast interview I had with longtime friend, architect, and firm owner, Greg Yanchenko, who over the past decade has developed a highly successful product for the AEC industry. In this episode, Greg walks us through both his strategies and the actual steps he's taken, which I think you'll find both incredibly informative and insightful, and which I'll be sure to drop a link to in the show notes. So in addition to what I just presented, having a product is also one of the strategies available for creating a more flexible business model. Another strategy that is available to us now is that associated with being able to tap into and leverage the independent contractor and professional freelancer gig economy. In all likelihood, work from anywhere is going to remain a permanent fixture post-COVID-19. And in all likelihood, there'll be more and more industry talent choosing more flexibility and control over their time, work, location, and financial future not as employees, but as independent contractors and professional freelancers. Assuming this all to be the case, I see three general models for how the independent contractor and professional freelance gig economy is likely to play out in our industry moving forward, some of which is already happening. Number one, randomly, in the form of focusing on temporary and or hard to find or limited role expertise. Number two, more routinely as part of a hybridized business model. And number three, nearly exclusively. Let's break these down. Randomly in the form of focusing on temporary and hard to find or limited role expertise has been happening for a while now. But outside of construction inspection and support staff out on leave, the use of more professional and design-based project staffing is likely to grow with more professional design talent entering the independent market and clients demanding more and more expertise. The second general model is the hybridized business model, one where 70, 80, or 90% of a firm's workload is designed to be handled by traditional employees with the remaining 10 to 30% plus any spikes handled with the help of select and qualified independent contractors and professional freelancers. Such a hybridized model would allow organizations to be more selective and supportive of their employees and allow for more training and development, as well as a more normalized workload. There would also be the benefit of not having to withstand utilization hits and layoffs during downturns, as during such periods, the firm would just contract less with independent talent for any new projects. Plus, there's the fact that the use of independent talent can be much more profitable for all parties involved thus provide greater flexibility across the board. Which takes us to the third general model I mentioned, the near exclusive independent or virtual firm model, which is already happening more than we think and for longer than we've known. And I'd like to reference here a great podcast interview I had with Peter McRae, an architect and virtual firm owner, who since the great recession, has built a multi-million dollar architectural practice with no employees and virtually no overhead, which I'll be sure to link to in the show notes. Now, there certainly are very real legal accounting and operational considerations that must be taken into account as part of our strategic planning and analysis, but doing so for any of these model scenarios should be considered due diligence for our future versus hurdles to be avoided altogether. I'd also like to mention as we close, and for all of you who don't know, 
that I am co-leading a first-of-its-kind comprehensive industry-wide study focused on the future of work in AEC, and in particular, the role of the independent contractor and professional freelance gig economy. And we'll be sharing the results of this primary research, as well as a customized method to help you explore the benefits of this approach for yourself over the coming months. All right, well, that's it for this 15th episode of the AEC Leadership Today Podstorm, a look into how productization and more flexible business models can position us for greater success moving forward. Keep sending in your thoughts and comments, and I look forward to connecting with you in our next episode. In the meantime, please take care and stay safe. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of AEC Leadership Today. If you want to stay relevant and effective and take your growth and prosperity to new levels, it's time to take action. To learn more about how Pete can help take you and your firm to the next level, visit www.actionsprove.com. That's www.actionsprove.com. See you next time on the AEC Leadership Today podcast.